Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Austin, and welcome to a careless whisper. Today is going to be a pretty special episode because we have a special guest today for our second episode. Um, who's going to, I think, become more of a regular because you know he's my best friend and my brother. Of course, please welcome Brett, also known as Marcus Gold. Hello, people. What's up? Everybody, how you doing? T- how you doing today, Brett? You know, I'm doing pretty good. I woke up kind of early today, but you know what? We're here to make it a hell of a day. I am excited to appear on the podcast alongside you, my brother. And uh, let's fucking get into it. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure, we're gonna get right into this. Starting off with something. Uh, Something that I'm putting in today, uh, of course, it's good. it's kind of a regular thing on my po- going to be a regular thing on my podcast uh, where I recommend a song a day. So the song for today is Mississippi Swells by Nana Grizzle. Um, <clears throat> they are an indie pop band. Uh, they were formed in 2007 in Athens, Georgia, by the singer songwriter and guitarist Theo Hilton. They have many good albums out there. Um, their first album was in 2008 called Love It Love It. Some really good songs on there are Motion in the Ocean, Tiny Rainbows, and Broken Cityscapes. Two really good songs, or three really good songs, sorry. 2010's album, uh, they have Ruth, with some other good songs called Cynicisms, Adams, from here. That album's great, though. Any album, or any song on that album is amazing. Then we have the 2017 album, Ursa Minor. Uh, Mississippi Swells is on that song, or on that album. Oh my god, I keep messing up those words. Uh, then we have photos from when we were young, um, explained away, and almost know your name. And then uh, the most recent album was in 2019, called Theo Zum, which are just mostly short songs. Most of them are under a minute to a minute. Uh, my favorite songs on that on uh, that are uh, "Go Up the Fence" and uh, Part One and Part Two. So both parts are on there. Both are really good songs. But yeah, um, Nana Grizzol. Guys, if you guys like some indie pop, go and listen to them. Let me know how you guys think about them. Uh, I don't think you guys will regret listening to them. Super good band. Uh, give them a shot. All right. Well, we're done with that. So, um, Brett, um, you know, how have you been uh, surviving with the quarantine and stuff? Wait, 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 wait. There, there's such thing as survival? Fuck, I've just been living normal life. <laughs> Well, what is your um, your normal life, um, you know, stuck inside with quarantine right now? Uh, usually, usually it starts with waking up between, any times between 11 and 2. Jesus. Um, um, and uh, usually it's just playing video games for the whole day. Yeah, what kind of... Uh, I, like to, I, like to, I like to go for walks every now and then, though. But that- I, I did that beforehand. Yeah, that's good. That's you know, going for walks is it's it's a great way to stay, stay active. And, um, obviously, social distancing yourself from other people, but um, you know, it, it's a good way to still stay active during this time when gyms are closed and all of that, all that stupid shit. But um, oh, absolutely, and dude, music has music's been very helpful as well. Yep, music. Yep, I um, on the last uh, podcast that I did, the first episode. I talked about how influential music is to me and how meaningful music is to me and uh, how passionate I am for music. It's, it's great to, you know, know someone else that's passionate about music as well. 
Uh, what kind of video games do you play, Brett? Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm, so people are going to immediately turn off the podcast when they hear this. Um, uh, it's, it's mostly, it's mostly sports games. All right. Yeah. I'm not too much of a sport uh, game guy. I, I don't know why. It just, I, I, I just, I like sports games. I don't know why it just treats me the most. I, I was the same way with books for a while too. Books? Where I would only, well, I would only read sports books. Yeah, man. Well, I also have a usual, not on this one, because I'm still in the midst of reading a book, but I also, like like I do the, my song thing, I also do, uh, want to do every podcast. I want to try to um, review a horror book. I'm obviously not going to, because this pod- podcast is mostly focused on wrestling and horror, but I know you're not into horror, so horror is not going to be on this episode, obviously. But yeah, that's what I like to do. I, I have a bunch of horror books, and every episode I want to try to read through a whole book, and then review the book on the podcast, so. It's not that I'm not into horror. It's just most of, mo- like, I'm not saying all of them. Most of them are the same outcomes. Uh, I, depends, depends. If you're watching, like, a slasher flick, yeah, they're very similar. You know, you got the girl at the end that survives. But there's so many different genres of horror Literally, you just have to sit down and take a journey with me through horror because I, I could promise you I could enlighten your mind and scare the shit out of you um, at the same time. We talked about my favorite horror movie. It's pretty, it's pretty easy to scare me. I mean, you, all you have to do is breathe beside me and I jump. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the last episode, I talked about my favorite horror movie being Sinister. Great movie. Um, I will always appreciate that movie for what it is. <clears throat> um, yeah, let's just say that messed up you're pretty messed up buddy like i've seen your videos online and oh boy yeah uh yeah those videos online we have i didn't really talk about this in my last podcast i talked about my new character uh the new way i'm the new direction i'm going for my character but i never really talked about the videos uh really i think i mentioned them for a second but yeah the videos you know and and you know the video of um like the hanging tree one yeah that's actually from uh sinister yeah, that's from they, they they focus on super hate super eight horror on there and uh, that's one of the kills in the movie. Really, really, uh, really great movie. <clears throat> but anyway, straying away from the horror topic, uh, let, let's talk about video games. Still, you have a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your YouTube channel? I'll put the link in the description so people could go and subscribe to it. Uh, my channel is it's Dirty Deeds. Yep. Um. Uh, yeah. Uh, the link. I'll send you the link after this. Ah, uh, I I could just copy it. I. I could put it in. Um. Yeah. We do some. We do some. Um. Role play. GTA Five role play. Um, yep. It's a lot of fun. You, yep. The rise of the rise. The rise of Derek Walters is a great, great GTA Five role play. We have a lot of fun with that. We just we. A new episode. Yeah, I know that one's actually quite fun. I do enjoy the story of that. Yeah, a ju- a um, new episode is going to be up for that soon, I believe, too. Yes, it should be up soon. I've been kind of been busy with other things, but I'm going to get that done as soon as I can. That's true. What else do you do on there? Um, some NHL. I tried to start up a WWE series, but. <laughs> That, uh, uh, something. Hashtag WWE 2K20 shit. 
Yeah, it, it's hard to do a lot of things that I wanted to do. Yeah. Well, hopefully with two- if I had two if I had two K nineteen, I would I could like especially my mindset now, I could have made a very good universe mode, but yeah. with all the restrictions that two K twenty has, it's just it's not fun. No, for sure. And uh, me and you actually and now and now there's not be another WWE universe mode until WWE two K twenty two. Yeah, twenty two. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Um, so, you know. And we used to do our own universe mode too. We uh, back in the back in the day. Yeah. We used to have me and me and Brett used to do like a universe mode for what was it? I, I think it was multiple games we did it through. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I started solely in Dota Two K Seventeen. Yeah. And and then you joined about halfway through. Yep, about halfway through that, and then we did Two K Eighteen and a little bit of Two K Nineteen. 2K18 was probably your best year. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, that was our best year. <clears throat> That's when um, we... But, yeah, there, but uh, some, somebody uh, somebody was booking way too far in advance. <laughs> yeah, that would be me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. You booked way too far in advance. And and for, and I, I am the type of person who prefers quality over quantity. Yeah. So the mindset's kind of clashed a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, you cannot de- you cannot deny though. I booked the ascension pretty fucking good. Oh, you booked the ascension phenomenally, and I wish they got more in WWE. But I understand the mindset of what happened with them in WWE. Mm-hmm. Like I, I understand why they couldn't really do too much with the ascension. <clears throat> I guess yeah. But. It is unfortunate because they were a great NXT tag team, but yeah, yeah, that's just the unfortunate reality of just couldn't work. It could, it they couldn't work even if it even if it was unless it got really hot really quick. They were always gonna flounder. Unfortunately, and, unfortunately, they were not gonna best their their NXT uh, gimmick. As soon as they changed their gimmick, it was kind of like not good for them. No, because then they were rip off work. Pretty much, yeah. So yeah, you're yeah, and we have. Yeah, a... Pardon? That's pretty. That, that's what sunk them. Yeah. Um. You know, we do have. There's a lot of other stuff on 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 your uh, on your channel, uh, as well. Staying on the topic yep. of your channel, we've done we've done lots of different ventures. You've done stuff. Uh, we have like a TEW, which is like a booking universe kind of thing. We did a couple of videos of that. We have some Call of Duty on there. I mean, we we did a lot of stuff together. It's more a solo channel now that you do it by yourself and I have my own gaming channel the gaming Ger- or the German gamer so gaming german oh that, that sounds better you fucking change it to that no see when i originally made the channel it was the gaming german but there's already three other channels that had that name so i changed it to the german gamer yeah i know i'd be a smart ass <clears throat> yeah no i get that that's the only reason i would have kept it as the gaming german cuz i liked it better but um uh, you know unfortunately you should, you should THQ, shit. Um, but yeah, so we're doing more solo channels now. It doesn't mean that we're not gonna appear in each other's videos. Still, like I still appear for the GTA Five yeah, roleplay. We, we still do that, but but we're, we're venturing more into solo, especially with all the free time on our hands. It's like exactly. There's only so much you can do. Exactly, exactly. So like, there will still be videos with me and you in it together on our channels, but. You know, just not as often. Because it used to just be on your channel. Like, it just used to be always videos me and you. And at one point, you even changed the channel name to D&G Productions. 
Yeah. I could understand for like... Exactly. I could understand for if the. You try to fly, if you try to, if you try to fly, you're gonna face plant right into the sidewalk. Yeah, I could understand for advanced warfare because that's the genre that it's kind of following. But now it's like it's going everywhere, and it's like it's just kind of like eh. So that's why I picked up World War Two because I was a big fan of World War Two when it was on complete PS2. Yeah. And World War Two was a piece. World at War. World at War. World at War. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, I feel the exact same way as you, man. Like, that's honestly why I won't pay money for Call of Duty games. And like, even for World War Two, like I thought about getting it, and then I just never did. So when it came up for free, I was like, it was, awesome. It was, it was pretty good. So, well, uh, World War Two, yeah, it's a good game. I actually enjoyed it. I enjoy the um, story of it. I enjoy following the character that you play as. It's actually a good story. I'm about almost. I'm almost finished it now. I think I have like two or three more missions, and I'm done. It's been a good game though. But yeah, um, so that's it on uh, video games and stuff. Um, so we'll move on from that. You know, we just spent the 20 minutes. I mean, you know, we could take as much time as we want because my lo- my last podcast, like my first one yesterday, was literally about an hour and like a half. So it's hey, fun. No, I, I was joking. I was just trying to. Yeah, man, for sure. We'll get into the wrestling stuff eventually. You know, I usually start with non-wrestling stuff, and then I get into wrestling stuff at the end of the podcast. Uh, oh, no, the, yeah, no, it's, it's cool. It, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. It's because, you know, um, there are a lot of wrestling podcasts out there that are solely wrestling. So, like, uh, of course, I still like to talk about wrestling and, and whatnot. But, you know, I also want to focus on non-wrestling things and, you know, my interests. And then when I have guests on, I would like to you know, talk about their interests or just just shoot the shit for you a while, you know. This podcast is meant for people just to sit back and relax and listen to and have a good time with as I whisper a bunch of sweet nothings to them, you know, because that's why it's called The Careless Whisper. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Chris for that name again, um, you know. He used to always make fun of me for that, uh, Careless Whisper. I always used to sing the, the tune of Careless Whisper. Oh, dude, you have no idea how close we were to ribbing you with a careless with a careless, careless whisper cover oh dear god There's no idea we were close when was this it was at the mcw show oh dear god the rumble i would have laughed my ass off yeah we were close we were going to then we didn't because because it was just it would have been too mean yeah man for sure um yeah, man, MCW, always a fun promotion to work. I can't wait till wrestling returns, so we can go to another magnificent championship wrestling show. I'm really excited for that. You know, they've always ran a good show, and I've always supported them and promoted them because they're just a great company to work with. Yeah, yeah, I like their, I like their shows. Like, I'm, I'm more, I'm, like, I'm more open with how I feel about wrestling shows, and honestly, I really enjoy those shows. Really enjoy those shows. Yep, have good shows. And if I don't like a wrestling show, I'm not going to say I like a wrestling show, but I do like MCW. MCW, it's, it's weird. They have a, like a, a, like, don't take this the wrong way, like a weird but good feeling about it. Like, it's like not weird, like bad. It's a good, weird feeling. It's like, it's just like, it feels so different than every other show in Ontario. I don't know why, but it's, it's so weird, but it, it just, in a great way, it just feels different than everyone else. 
It just doesn't feel it just and that's a good thing. It's good to be different. I mean, Ontario in a place that's so filled up with wrestling promotions, like so congested with wrestling promotions, it's good to be able to stand out and feel different. Especially in Hamilton and yeah, Hamilton, Hamilton for sure, definitely a place where, you know, I, I'm going to certain promotions and watching their shows, and I, I just, it, it just feels the same, like, no, 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 no hate to any of the promotions or anything, like, they're doing what they're doing, and they're oh, doing a good you're job. Oh, brother, you're unbooked, you're blacklisted. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, every promotion's doing a great job, you know, Hamilton's on fire right now, but the thing is, like, there's so many promotions in Hamilton and the surrounding Hamilton areas that, like... You don't want to feel the same. You don't want to feel like every other promotion. You want to stand out and give yourself a different a different output wrestling-wise. You know, you want people to feel different. You don't want people going to your show and being like, well, this just feels like a show I watched last weekend. You want to feel different. You want to have a different style, a different, I don't know, just, just you know what I mean. You get what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, like, I'm, like I'm going to give out props, even though, yes, there's been some issues, but... Hopefully they're resolved in the past, but Courage has run some really good shows the last couple of shows. Yes, Courage, man. Courage has, like, when I remember when first, when Courage first came around, it was fine. It was, it was good. But, like, Courage has stepped it up. Courage Pro Wrestling has really uh, stepped it up the last few shows now. They've really uh, went full throttle, went full gear into, uh, into becoming a well-put-together, really good show. And, um, you know, unfortunately, the coronavirus uh, came in and... They had a double header show coming up. They had an all women's show and then a, a, like a normal show coming up, and unfortunately that got canceled with the, the virus. And I really, really hope that when the virus ends and wrestling shows are allowed to come back, um, that they bring that they bring that idea in and they still go forward with that double header show. I really hope they do that. I agree. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I just. I'm looking forward to seeing what they can bring to the table once all this is over. I want to see what every promotion can do once this is over. I mean, I know, I know there's some promotions who are taking advantage of the virus. Um, yeah, there are some. Like, like Impact. Yep. Great, great. Like with the, especially with the North segments, like. God, did you watch the North versus the Deaners? So good, so good. Steve Brown, shout out. Uh, you fucking killed it, man. I know you probably already know that, but man, you did great. I really hope Impact brings on Steve Brown full time. Even if it says Wheels Diener, I would not I would not be disappointed about that. It's fucking great. I mean, I love the Deaners. Like, I, loved hit, I love Cody and Jake. They're both great, and, you know, I think adding Steve Brown would be a, a funny but great element. Uh, I really loved him coming in and the... Like, just, like, shaking up the room, and then he's pissed because they touched his trucks and shit. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was great. But also, like, not even, not even, the, aside from the funny aspect that was there, it was also really good. Like, it was very well filmed. Um, <clears throat> it was just well put together, and it was, it had great action. It was great, aside from the funny aspect, too, because obviously it was hilarious. But if you look on other things other than the comedy aspect of it, it was actually a very well put together segment. Well produced. It was really yep. well put together. Impact has a thing of doing the well produced shit because, like, they're the ones that produced the the Hardy Compound, the first. Yep, and uh, the Death or Decay. Yep. Uh, 
They've they've produced sorry. Yeah, and then they produce like uh, the whole thing with like Kira Hogan and stuff. Shout out to Kira Hogan. I love Kira Hogan. She's great. I don't know what the fuck happened to her. I think she might still be wrestling for Impact. I could be wrong. I don't know. I haven't watched Impact. To be fair, I haven't watched like full shows of Impact in a while. Uh, but I like Kira Hogan. I've always been a big fan of Kira Hogan. Um, she's a great wrestler. Um, but yeah, they've always. I, I feel like they're the originators of people who's really shot these kind of really awesome segments. Uh, I don't think. Yeah, because, because, because WWE has also been recently doing that sh- with that stuff with, you know, with like the Boneyard match, the Firefly Funhouse match, which personally I enjoyed. Some people didn't like it, but I really enjoyed the Firefly Funhouse match. It was great. It was um, so good. Um, and like, yeah, even with the Money in the Bank ladder match, I fucking howled during it. I think that Money in the Bank. I laughed. I think that Money in the Bank ladder match was one of the best Money in the Bank ladder matches the company's ever had. Besides, like, I'm trying to, like, I try to think of a better one. The one I can say that's probably better is the 2007 one. Yeah. Because that was a stacked Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh, hell yeah. That was stacked, man. Like, it wasn't even funny. Like, you had Edge, <laughs> Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, um, Mr. Mr. Kennedy, Finley. Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin! <laughs> Shelton Benjamin. Don't forget Shelton oh, Benjamin. Yeah. Shout out to Shelton, man. I'm sorry, but compared to the... Besides maybe Finley and Kennedy. I only remember those two because I remember I remember Kennedy doing the spot to Hornswoggle off the ladder. <clears throat> hey, Shelton, Shelton, Shelton was doing some stuff in 2007. Yes, but it doesn't compare to the name of... Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy. So I'm sorry I forgot about Shelton Benjamin. I know how much you love Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin's great, man. Shelton Benjamin is on my list of a top guy to face one day. If he ever, you know, hopefully he hasn't retired within WWE because I would like to face him down the line one one day. Be a great guy to face. Insanely talented. Uh, you know, he's, you know, I mean, he's making his money in WWE, you know, whatever. But I would love... Personally, for WWE showcase Shelton Benjamin even more. I'm not asking to put the world title on him. I just wish he gets showcased a bit more than once every fucking couple months. Like, because... have, like have, him, have him face like Apollo Crews or yeah, like I'm not saying push him to the moon and give him the world title because like whatever. Like if they do that, they do that. Cool, but like honestly, I just want to see Shelton Benjamin showcase more. Like he he does have his matches on main event, but I mean to be honest, other than me, who the fuck watches main event? You know. So, like, it's like, he needs to be showcased on main shows, you know. Unfortunately, I really thought they were going to do something with him and Brock because of that Royal Rumble. Unfortunately, they never did anything. Well, yeah, well, that, that whole thing was set up for Drew, right? So. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I know. Um, But, yeah, moving on, because we're talking yeah, about... Like- Yep. Like that was a like, like I I didn't get to watch it, but I I saw clips from it and I saw like I saw like the results and shit. I'm like shit. I w- sorry. Can I swear on this? Yeah, I swear. Did you not hear me swear like a bunch of fucking times? No, I, I honestly I've been kind of zoned out. Um, <clears throat> guy, 
guys. Nice to meet you guys. I'm the most non-stoner stoner of all time. Pretty um, much. Um, sorry, what was I saying? Oh. Um, we yeah, have all the shows are killing it. Like that show in Peterborough, it was a really good show. And, and like, and like NSW had a nice show planned out and I was looking forward to it. I want to get, I want to get, I want to get, I want to get into that, by the way, in a second here after you finish. Okay, and like even I said, even with the issues that I've had with Courage Pro Wrestling, it's still, it's a great promotion, and honestly, it's, it's fun to watch, and I, hopefully one day I'll be able to work there very soon. I hope so, man, I really hope so. Uh, speaking about that NSW match, uh, I want to talk about how you almost faced Hold Malbright, how you're getting close um, you were quite excited, and unfortunately, you weren't one of the guys picked to face Holden Albright on that NSW show, that didn't happen. Um, how bad do you want to, like, how bad do you want to face Holden Albright? Honestly, Holden Albright's probably on my top ten list. Yeah, for sure. Mine too, honestly. Of people I want to face, because, like, I don't know why, like, it's kind of weird, especially because I haven't been able to showcase it, because I haven't wrestled a show since... I hadn't wrestled a show since February 2nd. Yeah. So so before the quarantine, I wasn't doing too much. but um, And then I was out with the concussion and stuff. So then, so going into the SW match, I was training super hard. And I was, and before that, I was even developing a newer style where I was getting really aggressive. I was getting like, really like, I want this shit. I, wa- I want this. Yep. And it and it just it didn't work out unfortunately and it sucks but I was I was fine with the decision and I was I was looking I was looking forward to the match and um, yeah then unfortunately the show got canceled so yeah a lot of people were a lot of people were pulling <coughs> to me though big shout out to Stratosphere yeah Stratosphere big shout out to Stratosphere uh, what what the fuck's his backyard pro gimmick now thank God. Oh, it's funny. Um, well, all I know is they posted the their poster and like they're like, "Who do you want to have a match?" And then I commented on it that day, saying, "I want to see Psychotic Michael versus The Rock." And uh, sure enough, one of the matches announced for the first show is Psychotic Michael versus The Rock. So I'm very excited for that. It's great. <laughs> um, I I, just, I love I love them shooting at backyard wrestling stereotypes. I find it amusing. It's great. As a former backyard wrestler, I find it fucking great. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this. This might be a little controversial. Um, no, there is no player, or sorry, there is no wrestler that has true passion for the business that has never been a, a backyard wrestler that never backyard wrestled. Yep, exactly. I think the exact same way. I'm sorry. It, it's, it's true though. I mean, there's like, there's no way. Like, I know everybody, almost everybody at the academy backyard wrestled. Yep, pretty much. I know a lot of people that backyard wrestled and now are wrestlers. I mean, lots of them. I mean, Von Vertigo used to backyard wrestle, and now he's doing it again, but, like, professionally this time. <laughs> so. I kind of hope they, I kind of hope they mess up. I hope, I hope they kind of, like, bump and mess around on purpose. So it's just even more shooting on the stereotype. Yeah, that'd be great, man. 
you know, shout out to shout out to Vaughn and uh, you know, I shout out I shouted him out in the last episode, but shout out to Vaughn and shout out to Backyard Pro. I was gonna mention them in the last episode, but I just I honestly I forgot to do that. <clears throat> so yeah, shout out to Backyard Pro. I mean, it's amazing what they're doing right now. They're they're taking the unfortunate circumstances of the quarantine and and they're making it into something. They're they're having a great time and they're doing something great and you know, fuck anybody that hates on that Zach Atticus. But uh, anyways. Yeah. I'm sorry, what did you say? I said fuck anybody that's hating on it. Uh, Zach Atticus, hipstar. Oh, yeah. That's you know. another story for another time. Yeah, you know. That guy, that guy, man. He's... Man. See, I don't even think I would get in shit for talking shit about him because nobody likes him, so... Anyways, moving on from that... Uh, yeah, so unfortunately, didn't get to face Holden, and then the NSW show didn't take place, unfortunately. Um, it's unfortunate, honestly. I would really like to see who Holden, like, I knew who Holden was facing, and I would have liked to see, you know, Holden have that match. Uh, it had a very interesting concept to it. I liked how he was allowing, you know, people that haven't really had a chance yet to, <clears throat> you know, cut a promo and call out call out Holden, and Holden pick, pick a select few. Who he would face in a like, three-on-one gauntlet thing. So that that's pretty awesome. You know, shout out to Holden for that. Um, great guy. Not a lot. Not a lot I haven't seen a lot of people really, like, especially veterans in Holden's perspective. Like that whole group. <clears throat> yeah. Like, you don't see, you don't, you don't really see it too often. So it was, it was, it was pleasant. It was very pleasant to... Almost have the chance to face Holden Albright. It would oh, have yeah. been amazing. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, for sure, man. Um, so we're going to go on uh, go on off a bit of wrestling. We're going to take a break from talking about wrestling for a minute. Because after we talk about this, the rest of the podcast will be about wrestling. Um, so other than wrestling, what is your favorite sport and why? Hockey, 100%. Why? Yep, I know that. Yep. Um, I, I, I haven't played ice hockey since March twenty. It was the year. It was the school year I met you. Okay. Yeah. Twenty seventeen. Twenty sixteen. Might might have been twenty eighteen. Yeah. Twenty. No. Twenty seventeen. Because that's when we started doing backyard wrestling. I was seventeen. I just. I think. Yeah, because I think when we started doing backyard wrestling, because we talked for a bit before we started doing backyard wrestling, I think I I think we started talking and I was just turning seventeen, and then by the time we actually started backyard wrestling, I was already like seventeen. <clears throat> no, no, no. We we started talking about October of that school year because I remember because we were doing a, a computer assignment. Oh wait, no. Then I was. I, I was 16 because I was in grade 11. Yeah, you were in grade 11. So I was 16 when we first started talking. I think I was turning 17 when we first started the backyard. And I was, it, turning, and I was turning 14. Yeah, because yeah. if you remember, we started backyard wrestling like just as winter was ending. No, it was actually, it was actually, it was in the middle, it was 
was like January. It was a very warm winter. It was, yeah. That yeah, that year wasn't that year very was crazy. A really warm winter. I remember the one time where we wrestled <laughs> in the snow and it burned like hell. Oh yes, I remember um, that. Yeah, and then we started doing backyard wrestling, and uh, yeah, and then you're like, hey, I, I know training school. Yep. Sure, I'll give it a try. Um. Yeah, and I was shit for a year and a half. Yeah, you've gotten a lot um, better, man. You've gotten a lot better. <clears throat> oh, I, I, I get told this every day, every time I see Rip. Um, I don't, I've never seen someone make drastic improvements like you do. Mm-hmm. It's good. And, and it's, it's I know <clears throat> I can do a lot better because I know I, well, because I know my body is very limited. Because I do have, a, I do, I go through a lot of pain, and a lot of people don't know. I have a really variety of back pain. I've had it since I was like, like thirteen. Yeah. Like 12, 13, I've had back pain because my back's so arched. So I, I never, because I used to always sit forward. So then now it's hard to get my back straight. Yeah. And yeah, just yeah, yeah, and just being able to be able to do what I. Honestly, wanted to do it. It feels great because hockey was my number one passion growing up. I'll straight up admit it. I I didn't watch wrestling until twenty fourteen. Yeah. Um, because that that year was a rough year for me because that's when my grandma passed away and and I started losing my my passion for hockey because. Of well, because what really did it in for me, and I and I don't want I'm not gonna say this coach's name because I don't want him to receive any hate. But when I was when I was it was it was my grandmother's celebration of life. Or sorry, no, I was going no, it was before she passed away. Um, and I was and I said I wanted to go visit her. I'm I'm going to I'm gonna miss practice and visit her in the hospital. The fucking guy fucking benches me in the next game. Benches me for the whole first period because I missed practice. Damn, that's fucking terrible. And that's what. That's what really that set like that set off my like I like you know my mother. She's the most most. She's a fucking saint, and she screamed her head off at him. Yeah, I would too. Like I like she was. Like, I, I was angry, too, because I was like, you fucking kidding me? You're not going to let me visit my fucking grandma in the hospital? Are you on crack? Yeah. No, for sure, man. Like, fuck, yeah, that's that's stupid. Yeah, so, yeah, it was that point, and then when my grandma passed away, I just, I just couldn't, I think I had one game after that where I, I remember, I only scored two goals that year. Like I didn't score many, I didn't score many goals that year. I and I went from leading the league the previous year, but you could tell this coach just ruined it for me. Yeah, no, for sure. I man. led the league in points and assists, so I went from that to a two-point season. And I, I remember it was their semifinal game. I scored, I scored a hat trick. And after that, I just I don't think I scored in <laughs> hockey again. I played for two more seasons. I don't think I scored in hockey after that. Damn, that's terrible. Like, cause I know, I know the net. 
might have scored the next year. I'm not too sure. But that year was rough because I got suspended twice. You bad kid. One of them was an accident. And the other one was a respond for someone trying to slash my wrist. Wait, I'm how how the fuck do you get sus- how the fuck do you get suspended by accident? I was going for the puck in the corner, and the kid was like, I was just like six foot two at the time, and the kid was like f- like five foot four, going into a corner with him. It's not a, it's not a pretty matchup, and he bumped into me, and I hit him, and I felt so bad. And I'm like, you alright, bud? Like, because he, he, was, he was pretty much out. He was out. He probably was, he was probably selling it really well, so, yeah, I got kicked out of the game. And then the second time I got kicked out of the game, I threw my stick down the hallway, because I found the call was bullshit. The guy, the guy can't, the guy comes up from behind me, I'm skating, I'm skating up the right wing, skating up the right wing with the puck, Guy comes from behind, slashes me in, in my in my left wrist. So I reach back and I'm like, hit him back. I'm like, get the fuck off me. I penalty. I'm like, okay, I'm okay. I'll go to the box. Two inches for sl- slashing, whatever. Then all of a sudden, the, the referee puts his hands on the sides and points to the dressing room for me and kicks me out of the game. Damn. I'm like, for fucking slashing on his shin. Are you kidding me? This is after all the, all the stuff that happened the previous year. So I was like, fuck this, man. I fucking chucked my stick down the hallway. I was pissed. Damn. And, and yeah, and then, and then that was the year I broke my wrist. So then that season didn't end out too well. Fuck, how the fuck did you break your wrist? I broke my, I broke my wrist running inside. I was running inside. It was, um, I think it was beginning of February. And I was running inside, and I, no, it was the end of January. I was running inside, and they didn't salt, they didn't salt the, the pavement. So it was pretty much all ice. So I fucking slipped, my fucking feet flew in the air. I put my wrist down to fucking, I put my wrist down to fucking brace myself. Yeah. And fucking broke my wrist. Shit. Uh, let's move on from the injuries here. Uh, let's continue, sorry, shall I say, with the injuries here. Uh, what injuries have you received wrestling? Uh, I broke my right pinky. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I broke my finger. Oh, no, you didn't. I showed you my finger. Oh, yeah, you broke your finger. <laughs> I remember. I, I can vividly remember that memory to this day. Whose fault was it for breaking their finger, though? I did. Oh, you didn't break your finger. Shows you, you my finger. Whose fault? Who's, yeah, you broke. Whose fault was it, though? It was mine. <laughs> I'm, all, hey, I'm, not, I'm not willing to. I'm willing to admit it was mine. Yeah. It was totally my fault. <laughs> what other injuries have you had? Then I, then I had the concussion. Which was not my fault. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not gonna and say anything the, more about that because then, I already buried the hatchet. We're not gonna bring that up. Um, and then we had the, then I had the other concussion from March last year. Wait, how did that one happen again? Uh, that was when I did a sequence with Holden Albright and he punted me in my face. Oh. Good job, Holden. 
<laughs> Praise for it, it, it was on me because I, I messed up the spot. Mm. I messed up the spot, but yeah, that, that didn't feel too pretty. That, that, because I remember I was very drowsy at that time, and I continued to wrestle, and I regretted it. So yeah. I took, like, I took, like, almost a month off just to relax. Yep. But yeah, besides, besides a couple of concussions and a broken finger, and, and, well, and back pain, back pain's a big factor, but other than that, it's been really nothing. That's good. At least, yeah. Like I haven't had many in- injuries either. I've gotten pretty lucky. No, the way you bump, you should get injured. I've had two concussions, just like you. Um, my match with Johnny DeLuca. You know, I took a high angle German right on top of my head. Uh, <laughs> second one was from a uh, spine buster that I whiplashed my head off the mat, and then. Um, oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's when I fucked up my ankle. Yeah, you fucked up your ankle in that one too. And, uh, yep. Yeah, we had a street. We're going to get into that. Uh, that's another topic that we're going to get through. Um, and then what else happened to me? Yeah. Two concussions there. Uh, almost broke my, my fucking whole hand one time in my second ever match. Uh, not even the match tra- uh, like practicing a move for the match and, uh, landed on my hand, almost broke my whole hand. And, uh, oh, yeah, I remember. Like, you fucking dumbass. Oh, yeah, when you kept, when you were not ready and kept trying to, uh, kept trying to get yourself booked on the show. I was trying, and you know what, and, and honestly, I wish I didn't do that, because I was not ready. I wasn't even ready when I was booked. Yeah, no, because you were booked in that. I, I, w- I would say I was ready to be in the Multimans by probably the September show, because I remember I really turned on during the, the, the September show. Well, what was your, really what was your, on. what was your second match after the Rumble? It was the seven. It was the seven way, and oh yeah, right. And that 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 match, I turned it on. I turned it up to eleven. So yeah. Because I, I didn't really do much in the match. I started the match. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't really do much. So hey, you know what? You... So and I really turned it on, and I I actually impressed people because the rumble was. I don't want to talk about that. You know what? <laughs> the rumble with your amazing punch. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, you know what match I talked about yesterday. What? Adam Grimm, Ace Cannon, Marcus Golden, Chef Alistair Amaranth. Oh, lovely. <laughs> hey, I talked about how you and Ace Cannon were the high points of that match. So. Yeah. Cause that's, yeah, it's, it's, no, no, offense, no offense, Graham, no offense, Andrew, but yeah, we were the high points of that match. Um, but yeah, man. So like, yeah, lots of, lots of fun injuries and stuff. Um, I, I remember one point I almost, I don't even know what I did, but you'll remember this when I hurt my lower back. Is that, I remember when you, I remember when you fucked up your hip because you. Ah, yeah, that too. <laughs> No, um, so that's actually two different occasions. Uh, back when we were working at CWO, at one point, we'll talk about that later as well. I hurt my lower back doing something. Don't remember what, uh, but I hurt my lower back and my back was in a lot of pain for a long time. And then, yeah, I fucked up my hip doing something stupid. I decided to take a spike bump on the floor and, uh, not even during the show or anything. It was at Resolution. I was, Wade, Wade, Wade Allen was like, do a, do a, do a spike bump on the floor. So I did it and I just landed weirdly on my hip fucked it up um which actually in a turn is a uh, reason why i have sciatic nerve damage 
fuck my life, right? Um, also, fun fact, I'm currently taking medication right now because I have vertigo. So that's a lot of fun. Yikes. Yeah, that's from having six concussions. Um, two, two of them only being treated, the other four being untreated. Because I'm stupid. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever. I think I've treated like two concussions. Because they've all been minor, thankfully. Yeah. All of my concussions have been minor, but yeah, oh. fuck man, it's just shitty. But. Yep. So. Um. But yeah. So like, yeah, I have vertigo. So it's a lot of fun. It's gonna be fun now. You know, I'm t- currently taking just a lot of gravel and gonna get medication for it but it's a lot of fun you know it's great it's a great time love love it um but you know gotta do what you gotta do um a lot of fun maybe we should get off the injuries yeah well that that's it for the injuries um something we did mention earlier um cwo championship wrestling from ontario i uh, i mentioned it yesterday on on my own shout outs to davin of course um the promoter and runner of CWO. Um, I just want to talk to you about uh, working CWO. Um, because CWO okay. was a big part of your career. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, let's talk about CWO a little bit. There's going to be a couple topics about CWO. Um, how, 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 how did you feel first coming into CWO? Well, like ev- every kid who recently got greenlit, even though I found out afterwards I actually wasn't greenlit. Oh, um, oh yeah. You were, like, semi-greenlit. Like, Rip was, like, he let you on the, the Christmas show, and then he was taking it show by show for a while. Yeah, it wasn't until probably <laughs> May that I was greenlit. Yeah, May of 2019. I even think then it was too early. Like, I like I finally found a wrestling style now where I could probably wrestle on any show and keep up. Yeah, same, same here, same here, yeah. I, f- um, I think I found my, yeah, st- I think I found my style, like, I don't even know when I found my style. Somewhere, you always kind of had your style. Yeah, somewhere in 2018, like, I think it might have been, like, my, uh... And your match with Johnny. Yeah, my first match with Johnny is kind of where I started finding my style. Yeah, because the first match, and then how you guys evolved from that match to your second match, which was ten times better. Yeah. Like, the um, first match was fine. Like, the first, I even said yesterday, the first match was fine, but the other match succeeded it by a lot. It, 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 meant, it meant more because it wasn't spot, spot, spot. Yeah, exactly. And there's a while while I was training with you that I fucking hated working with you because it was spot, 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 spot. Yeah, I've I've gotten away from that, thankfully. He did, and I'm glad, because now I'm actually willing to work with you at training. That's why, if you're wondering, that's why I was always looking towards other people. I'm, like, shaking my head at Riff. No, don't put me with him. No, no. This is too spotty. No. No. (laughs) Yeah, I can actually, uh, I can actually put together a match now, so it's good. Yeah, Uh, so, yeah, now I have no problem working with you. But, yeah, how did you feel, like, uh, when you first, uh, when Davin first brought you on to CWO? Well, I was nervous, and with the crowd, I was still nervous. With the crowd, I was nervous because it was a pretty big crowd. Yeah, the Christmas show had a really big crowd. And I, I will, uh, 
this is uh, not very PG, folks, but I just remember one story that I don't think I've talked about on a different podcast. I might have. Um, where, where I remember this, there was this one girl who was like in her twenties and she was wearing just a jacket, like a jacket with like the zipper halfway down. Oh my God. Yes. I remember this. <laughs> and nothing else. Yep. And I was like, dude, cause I remember I, I, I even pulled you aside. I'm like, dude, I don't think she's wearing a shirt. Buddy, I swear to God that night there was two hookers in the bar. I don't know, man. They were flirt. They were flirting with like everybody at the bar, man. They were every time I looked, they were in somebody else's lap. That's true. I don't know. Who knows, man? It's Toronto. You never know. It's, it's, it's yeah. It's a topo. It makes sense. But yeah, no. I don't know why. That's just one thing I remember from the first show, and it was quite funny. Um, because I was like, yeah, there's a there's a girl who's topless here. Um, yeah, this is a. Glad my mother didn't see her, and she, uh, hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast, but... Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, we wrestled the 12, 12 Days of Christmas Gauntlet. How was it working, Quan Chang? It hurt. <laughs> I love Quan Chang, man. I, I've had... Yeah, lot... I love Quan Chang, but, oh, man, I, I wasn't ready. Yeah. And I shipped the I, I was horrible. Well, it, it was fine. You were, you were fine. I remember waiting for the back kick, and I just looked like I was so scared, and I flinched so bad. <laughs> I've never really gotten a, a huge opportunity to work Quan Chang, unfortunately. You did a little bit with the, the rumble they had, the Monster Mash. The Monster Mash, I worked him a little bit, and uh, I think I worked him in another rumble somewhere, too. Uh, I don't really remember where, though. I think it was NWX. And uh, another thing I want to talk about here is kind of like a prominent part of the beginning of our CWO run, uh, our feud with uh, the Cadet and uh, RC Fury. Yeah, we had a feud. It was good. Uh, I I enjoyed it uh, for the most part. We we, we lost a lot. Yeah. You know, they're two great wrestlers. Unfortunately, there was a certain time, not going to really mention this name. There was a certain match that wasn't very good, um, but it wasn't their fault. It was no, it wasn't, just no, it wasn't those guys' fault at all. No, it was uh, other people in that match. But um, you know, uh, and to speaking about that, let's talk about our most infamous uh, bad match, which we'll actually talk about in the second part of this podcast because we're running out of time here. You only got an hour to record on Anchor. So, uh, you know, part two will be added in with this. Uh, they mush together. They end up being the same thing. But just to let you know, Brett, we're going to be recording a part two in a minute here. Um, so get ready for that. We'll talk about our most infamous bad match that me and him both agree on are, is the worst match we've ever had. So get ready and stay tuned for that. Three. Hi, guys. We are back and we're going to be talking about our most infamous worst match we've ever had. Which was our, what was it, our third match in CWO? Yeah, it was our third match. So, I don't know. Should we, we, can't, we, went, we went out and we managed, we managed somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're not going to mention any names that were involved with this uh, match. 
because we're just not because we're not trying to you know mention names no, and shoot. Drama. No, we're not trying to shoot. We're just talking about. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Austin. I don't like drama, guys. I hate drama. Hey guys, <laughs> I, I don't like drama. Come on now. <clears throat> um. So yeah, our worst match. It took place on our third show, and uh, this match was uh, a shit show, <laughs> to say the least. You know what? I went back and watched it the other day. And while I do agree it's still the worst match that we have ever done, it's not as bad as I thought it was, but it was still really bad. Yeah, mostly to you and because remember, you got dropped on your head twice. Uh huh, pardon? I said mostly for you because you got dropped on your head twice. Oh well, um, it was a bad match, man. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not gonna mention names, but for people who followed us, you know, <clears throat> you know this match. Yeah, you guys know this match. It, it was, uh, it was bad. It, it's a match I wish wasn't on the internet. Um, along with another match that I'm glad isn't on the internet <laughs> that we've had. Yeah. We're not even really going to get into that one. That one was just... That one was... It was looking grim from the... Even before the match. For that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It was at the rock pile, but it wasn't CWO. So. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Whatever. That happens. Bad matches happen. Um, that... Some people do something. Some people just don't click. That's that's all that is. And honestly, honestly, I I look I do look forward to working with those two again because I feel like we can do a lot better than what we did. Which two? Which ones? The the set, the the one that's not CWO. Oh well. See, the thing was that me and the the one guy had a really good match. Like it was it was good, but then the tag match. I don't know. Everything just kind of fell apart there. Hopefully, I hope one day we do get the shot to face them, and uh, you know we can put on a better match. Even though they don't team up, so whatever. Uh, but yeah, so that CWO infamous bad match. Me and me and Brett both look at this match uh, not very proudly. It's not a proud moment of mine in his uh, wrestling career. Um, so please don't watch that match. Please don't base that match off of uh, the talent we actually can bring. Uh, because that is not us. That, uh, you know, that was a long time ago. What talent do you ever bring? Pardon me, bitch? <laughs> sorry, sorry, I had to do it, I had to do it. But, yes, that, that is not how, uh, you know, we both, me and Brett have both improved highly from that, um, moment. Uh, if you guys want an example, go watch, uh, our match with Robbie Cosmos and, uh, Jax Williams. Well, yeah. watch the highlights of it. Yeah, watch the highlights. Indiv- indiv- message me individually if you want to see that match, because I've got a lot of posts online. Yes, uh, exactly, yes. Uh, the, if you want to see the full match, ask me or Brett for it, and we will send it to you. Um, but if not, just go watch the highlights on YouTube, because that is a most recent match, and um, that's what we're capable of now. That's what, you know, that's what we can do now as, uh, as a tag team, because we've grown in the last year from that bad match to now... 
that really good match. And you know what? I think that bad match was also in February. No, that bad match was in April. Are you sure it wasn't in March? No, it was in April. December? April 21st, up in smoke. Oh, now you just revealed it even more. (laughs) Well, that was the only show in April that month. You didn't know that. Uh, They didn't know that. Um, But yeah, so let's... let's... And it's okay. It's staying in. You think I edit my podcasts? No. <laughs> oh, I think you do all the time. Yeah. I don't even... I yeah, hardly... You edit, edit every word together just to sound like a robot. Yes, I edit every single word together. Um, yeah, I do that, uh, obviously. Yeah, I put about as much editing into this as I do my gaming videos. Yeah, so not at all. No, not at all. Absolutely nothing. Even though I've started doing a little bit more, like I've added it... I've started adding an intro to my videos... <clears throat> I did. I totally stole it from you. You're welcome. <laughs> I totally, absolutely fucking stole it from you. So enjoy it. <laughs> um, so yes, we're going to keep on the topic of CWO because, you know, CWO was one of the biggest parts of our career for the start of it, at least, especially for us as a tag team. You know, CWO was... Especially, especially like... You were getting a lot of opportunities that I wasn't ready for yet. Yeah. And I... CWO was, like, the only place that really gave me a true chance to shine. Exactly. And also believed in me and you as a tag team at that time, too. And and, and, I, and it, it was a rocky start, I'm going to admit. But it was, it was towards probably the match I had with Rip that I finally got started taking seriously a little bit. Yeah, now you're taking extremely. Now you're taking pretty seriously now as well. Like, because like, I hate being I hate being confident in myself because I always strive to do better. Yeah. But that match was a change, like a change, changing point in the, in my in my view. Yeah, let's talk about your match with Rip. Uh, how did you find out that you're facing Rip? <clears throat> It wasn't a show before. It was two shows before, and we because we had. I'm pretty sure this was a show where we gave the promoter a ride. No, no, it was a show before that. Never mind. You could say Davin. I already yeah. said his name. Yeah, I know Davin. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm more. I I never like to name drop, but I'll name drop. And there's I'm nothing. I don't like to. I just, we, we arrived, because we arrived really early, because CFO, we were always the first ones there. Yeah. Always. And he was like, he's like, all right, so you guys are going to face the, so you, uh, you, Austin, and uh, Zach are going to face the, these guys on the, on the 30th, and then on July 14th, you're going to face Rip Rip. Huh. What? I was shocked. I was like, huh? Yeah, and you guys worked what? Like you guys, you guys worked to what? Right. How long was you, how long was your guys' how long was your guys' match? I think you guys went like ten minutes or something. It was a it was a it was a fast eight, man. I was I was out of breath. <laughs> 
Well, welcome to working with Rip. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see. I had uh, took seventeen jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Took seventeen jobs. It was. It was. It, but you know what, though, that match was honestly. I had the adrenaline, so I didn't really feel anything. I took a broomstick shot over the head, not even putting up my hands. <laughs> yeah, I hit you pretty hard with that there. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I liked it. It was a good time. <laughs> But yeah, man. Oh, it was the cookie sheet. This like, like it was like a couple months later. I wailed you with that cookie sheet. Like, it was against oh. Showtime. Yeah, it was against Showtime. Yeah. Um, that match. Anyway, <laughs> no. Um, uh, um I want to talk about a couple other matches that we had in CWO. Kind of uh, some big things. Um. One uh, that I have on here is uh, our hardcore two one one. Or no, you know what? Let's start with the dog collar match. Uh, yes, dog collar match. The dog collar match was the match. I did not take a single bump in. No, you did not. And the dog collar was hardly used. Well, it was used against John. It was hardly used against you, though. Oh yeah, no, I didn't. I don't even think I got hit with that. No. Um. It was a it was a good match, you know. We made everyone believe that we broke up. We swerved everybody. Let's be honest. Nobody bought it. Yeah. In that crowd, at least, because I don't think they saw the video. No. So I don't think they. I don't think they knew. I do appreciate that John Kayen sold it like he thought we were gonna break up. Um. Uh, so it kind of helped the crowd believe yeah, it a little it, bit more. It, it, honestly, that match. A very underrated match. It's a good match. I I went back and watched it. It's a good match. Yeah, it, it's very a very underrated under like because like I always talk about like the match with Steve Brown, the match with Ace, the match with Hughes, the match with Rip. I don't really talk about the dog collar match. And that was a that was a real that was a pretty deep, pretty good match. Yeah, John Cannes great man. John Cannes a fucking trooper too. He's he's a good guy. And then yeah, they have the second hardcore one where yep two Austin on one. Took all these crazy bumps and I took nothing. Yeah. So yeah, the hardcore match, you know, Brett didn't, <clears throat> you know, Brett's not really a hardcore wrestler. It's probably well known. Brett, you don't really prefer the, to wrestle the hardcore style. I don't, I don't like the style. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the style of hardcore. I am. I, I would love to wrestle death matches and hardcore matches. That uh, would be something I would love to do, especially with my crazy character. I feel like it would work really well. <clears throat> um, You did. So yeah, we had the uh, the hardcore match, two on one. Uh, you know, it started. It's kind of review, we'll kind of review it a little bit. Started with um, you know me and John Kane coming out first, um, and then me and Brett coming out. John Kane. Oh yeah, and I got I got locked in the closet. You got hurt two seconds into the match. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I went back and I watched it, and it wasn't it wasn't the it wasn't the opening dive like I thought it was. What was it? It was when I it was when I got hit with the with the pipe. Oh. Uh-huh. Because it was, it was in my elbow. Oh. I thought it was on the and dive when you hit your elbow. I, off the floor. Right after. I thought it was on the dive. Yeah, because I thought you hurt your elbow because you hit it off the floor or something. No, no but I found it. Yeah, I <clears> I found it afterwards. That's where it was because I so I was watching and I was like I was watching me crawl on the floor and I'm like okay I'm not hurt here. Yeah, no. Honestly, I had, I had I had no memory of 
Yeah. It, it was a fun match overall. Like, we got dived on, and then, <clears throat> you know, we were like, fuck this, we're not wrestling this match. And then, um, Steve Brown and Wade Allen, what, what the fuck's their team called again? God. What's their team called again? Designated hitters. Thank you. I forgot for a sec. Uh, you know, they chased us out from backstage. Steve Brown caught you. I ran around. Uh, through I got the... beat up by Kane for a bit. <clears throat> uh, we went a little back and forth, and then he locked me in the closet. Yeah, you got locked in a, in a closet, but at the rock pile, you know, they're focused on, like, a prison. That's kind of, like, their style. So this broom closet actually shaped like a uh, like a, a cell, uh, like a prison cell. And it was kind of cool because then he tied the rope around to keep you in there. And then Wade brought me back, and I got powerbombed twice on a uh, <clears throat> on a wooden board with open mouse traps, um, yep. which is why I'm scarred up uh, on my left arm because my left arm got caught in like three different mouse traps. So that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, you were fu- you fu- you were fucking nuts. Yeah, I had I had a huge gash on my arm. Uh, these big, huge, and, fucking and, deep and ass I scratches. When I took over the match. When? It was, yeah. I think I, I think I took over the match until I got fucking uh, what's it called? Well, you were locked in the cage for like a good five minutes. Yeah, and then I remember. Oh, it was when I went to save you, and then um, like Kan put the staples in my head because you know I had to bleed. Uh, even though Kan didn't yeah. even fucking Kan didn't even fucking yeah. bleed from those staples, I did. It's because you took seven Advil. That's true. I took a bunch of Advil, so I'd bleed more. Um, oh, we forgot to mention. My mother was pissed. When I bled? She was pissed. When I bled? No, because you bought seven Advil. Hey, I, well, I bought a bottle out of Advil. A pardon? I took seven Advil, but I bought a bottle. Yeah, I know, but she, but she was... She was quite angry with you because she was at the store with you and she would have said no if you were, if she knew that's what you were doing. Well, remember, we also said that we're not going to tell her I'm bleeding in the match. <laughs> yeah, and once, and once, yeah, once you started bleeding, she fucking flipped out of us in the car. I remember. <laughs> um, also, I want to talk about back to the dog collar matches for one quick second. Uh, the glass, bo- <laughs> the, uh, the sugar glass bottle incident. <laughs> oh, yeah, dumbass. That wasn't my fault. I know. Uh, John Can bought a sugar glass bottle that we were going to use to hit the bottle over his head. And uh, backstage, he was showing us. He's like, I wonder how much pressure it could take to break it. It takes one little squeeze and it shatters. Like $40 wasted. He's like, well, that's how easy it breaks. So instead of uh, using the bottle brick over his head, we um, put the sugar glass on the floor and Brett STO'd him. So that was that was a funny incident I wanted to mention because I don't feel like that's ever been talked about. Um, anyways, though, back to the um, back to the hardcore match, you know. It was good, you know, like I said, I bled, and then we took over the match, and then, uh, basically just beat the shit out of Kane for quite a while, um, you know, he took two keyboards, he took a concerto keyboard. Oh, yeah. And then, and, oh, yeah, and then I, and then I fucking, because I was already hurt, and then the fucking shot drop kick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Drop kick into the box where Kane broke his ankle. Yes, uh, he didn't break it, fractured it, but, uh. Uh, I did a, I put a gas, after throwing a couple of uh, cooking pans at his head, I uh, put a gas canister on him and then I told him, I was like, running dropkick, went to the other side of the, the venue and then I ran across the whole venue, 
hit a huge flying drop kick, and unfortunately, he didn't have his legs far enough apart, so I landed on his foot, and uh, he fractured his ankle in the match, but like like I said, John Kane's a trooper. Guy still went through. Guy still finished the match, so fucking nothing but respect for John Kane there. Uh, of course, match ended. You took a spine buster off the ring apron through a makeshift door uh, with a bunch of Legos on it. Uh, that was a fun, that was actually a fun bump, actually. Yeah, like, man. That, that didn't hurt, that didn't hurt me at all. I was already messed up because of my elbow, but. <clears throat> yeah, and then, uh, match ended kind of where, that wasn't it, though, because then you did a dive off the stage on Takayan, and then I went to dive off the stage with a flying knee to Kayan, but he moved out of the way, so I need you in the face. And then you got lube on your feet, uh, oh, and. Oh, yeah! slip and slide and even though I had no traction whatsoever. And then I took a botched pile driver onto a PlayStation 4. So that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, his his ankle was messed up at that time, so I understand that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then, that was it. At least back then, you've gotten a lot better since then, but you were a big sandbag back then, too. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, yeah, like that that was the hardcore match. Unfortunately, I don't think I don't think we ever had another match against Kane, even though we attacked him at a show after. We did, but that's another match we tend to not talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm not talking about that match. Um Alright, so let's talk about another uh big moment in CWO because we're just gonna stay on CWO topic for a bit. Um Let's talk about um Steve Brown. Um, Steve Brown and Wade, more, but more you and Steve Brown. Yeah. Uh, you got to face Steve Brown one on one, not once but twice. How was that? The matches are very fun. Mm-hmm. I know you talked. Those talk- are the first matches I've ever did in the front of a live audience where I, nothing was called. Yep. Uh, no, because uh. Me and you worked against Steve Brown and Wade before, and it, that match no, was. I'm not, I have a singles match where oh. I don't, I don't have, to, I didn't have to do everything. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you already. I'm, I'm not gonna go too much on Steve Brown though, because uh, you know, um, <clears throat> you and Caleb already talked about him on the po- on his podcast. So. Yeah. Um, Shout out to yeah, Sound Steve, on the Stroke. Steve, Steve's like a. Steve's, Steve's like a mentor towards me. I'm. Uh, I'll say it. Yeah, super good guy, man. He's awesome. Uh, I love Steve Brown. Good guy. Great wrestler. Uh, you know, current uh, current Outer Limits champion for Alpha 1. Yep. Um, and wheels on impact, like I said earlier. Um, but anyways, I just basically quickly mentioned this whole thing because this, your win against Steve Brown, um, set up the... The movement for our CWO breakup. Yes, it did. Um, and the one thing that I think we really mishandled was we built it as originally we built it as you were the face and I was the heel with the with the Monster Match Rumble. Oh yeah, where I came out of Chris Austin. Yeah, Stone Cold Chris Austin. Yeah. So you were you were seen as a babyface. Yeah. 
Well, that was the one thing that we mishandled, and I'm willing to admit it, but I know you really wanted to be Stone Cold Chris Austin. Yeah, because I was like, damn, I just shaved my head. Gotta, gotta play Stone Cold now. So yeah, besides that, our, our entire feud, I know I got into it a lot in the Kayla podcast. Um... Yeah, it was it was a it was a good few matches. I mean, the second one could have been better, but we were both hurt. Yep, we were both. Like you mentioned earlier. Yeah, we were both not a hundred percent. If you guys want more of a more of an in depth review of our two matches, uh, go no further than the German Gamer Channel, because uh, I have a video on there where me and Brett uh, were together and we both did a live reaction to both of our matches. We explained it more into detail. And uh, more into it there. So yeah, go look at the German Gamer on YouTube. Uh, that's capital T, capital G, capital G. All together, the German Gamer. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, look for that video. It's kind of more of a recent video. Um, yeah, it was, like, it was like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Um, Why well, I was fucking super high after that video. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a story we're going to save for another time, because that's going to be like an hour-long story. Yes, that will be like an hour-long story. Like I said, Brett's going to be a regular on my podcast, though. Um, oh, gonna, oh, that was so fucking funny. Yeah, we'll talk about that in another podcast. Uh, one that's not more focused about explaining Brett. When Brett becomes more of a regular and like he's on more than one podcast, you know, it's going to be a more like uh, not as many questions kind of thing, not finding out, like introducing Brett to everyone listening. And who Marcus Gold is, it's going to be more of us just chilling and shooting the shit. Um, yeah, so, ba- so basically just our normal conversations. Yeah, basically just our normal conversations is what's going to be on here. Because that's what, that's, what, that's what I'm treated as. That's, like, that's, that's why like, I was very nervous in the other two podcasts I did with, um, with Lewis and with uh, Caleb. Exactly, man. Which, which is why I wanted you as my first guest because you're more, you're most comfortable with me, and I'm most comfortable with you. So when we have conversations, it's like we're not nervous at all. We're just, we're just having conversations between two best friends. So. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So that's why. I, that's yeah. why I have no problem with that. But yeah, no. Um, Exactly. Yeah, so, well, we were talking about our matches, um, but I just didn't want to stay on that for too long because we have a whole. It basically, was all leading up to go to the German Gamer and look at the full, the full uh, review of our matches on there. This guy will find any way to promote himself, people. I will. So, get ready for that, guys. Um, so yeah, I want to talk about another one more uh, match feud that you've had that. Uh, you know, helped uh, helped you get to where you are, uh, and that, of course, is one of your most talked about things. Uh, your feud with Ace Cannon. Yeah. That really, that really, that this feud, I think, really put eyes on you as a, a heel, as Marcus Gold. Yeah, it, it, it was the first time that I felt. In HPW that I was taken seriously. Yep. Because I felt I felt like a complete joke. You were stuck in uh, what what we like to call a multi man match hell for a while. Oh yeah, I was in multi man hell. Yeah. 
Which was fine, because I had no problem working with any of the guys. No. But, but I was really striving to get that singles match. And the, the Ace Can feud happened on accident. How did A lot of people don't know that that's how it happened. It happened on accident. How did it happen on accident? So, the only reason why the feud happened was because because Jake, who plays Ace Cannon, he had to miss the November show in a match that I was in. It was me, Doc Richards, and Scumbag Yates. And yeah. the fourth person in that match was supposed to be Jake. Yeah, I remember this. And he had to back away. He had to go away. So I was like, okay, let's, uh, yeah, let's just, um, and then he put something in the post to get him out of the match that said, um, uh, so-and-so, someone attacked him outside of the HPW Academy. Uh, the lead suspect is Scumbag Yates, but it could have been either one of these three. And so I, I had the idea. I messaged Rip. I think I messaged Rip probably early December. Like so, after long after the match, I was like, "What if we make this into a feud? Can I make? Can I? Can I be the one who attacked Ace?" And he's like, "Oh, I was just, I was just saying that. I was just saying that just to get him off the show." But uh, sure, let's see where this goes. Okay, we had the Fatal Four rematch. Um, it wasn't the best match, but me and Ace really shined in that match. And we really brought the feud to life. Yeah. And then we had the then we had the HW Godlet where I was where I I was supposed to win twice before I lost A's. And then I um and then an unfortunate injury to one of the competitors right right before the show. Stance and smoke. Kinda Stance and Smoke. I don't. I told you I don't like to name drop. Um. I know, but it's not like I. I only don't like to name drop when I when I'm talking about somebody in like a negative way, which I don't like to do. But you know, there's like some bad things that happen. But like, if you're mentioning them and you're just mentioning them to mention them and not in a bad way or anything, I I like to name drop because it's good to you know. I name dropped Evan Greenway a bunch of times yesterday uh, about how great he is. Hell, I even dropped his pro wrestling tea store. Samson got hurt, so then, so then they kind of, kind of ruined the gauntlet a little bit because then it was just first guy in, second guy in, eliminate first guy, eliminate second guy, eliminate third guy, eliminate fourth guy. So on, yeah. There was no one that got two eliminations. No. Because well, because I was I was supposed to be the only guy that got an elimination, right? So exactly. And I couldn't be I couldn't and I wouldn't be able to be Wade. I wouldn't be able to beat Grim. I might be able to beat Grim. At yeah. that point. Well, I mean, we've beaten Grim, so. Yeah, now. Yeah. And 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 I couldn't beat I couldn't beat Mowgli because he was winning the match. Yeah, so unfortunately, I had to, you know, you defeated Zach Berkeley, and you know, I like to think, you know, you beating Zach Berkeley is the reason why he retired. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> he's like that's it he's like he's like that's it he's like that's it I lost to Marcus Gold my career's over now <laughs> I actually have a funny similar story to that 
But yeah, your uh, your feud with your feud with Ace. So it went on from the Gauntlet to your first one on one match. It went, no, we had this big seven way yeah. elimination match in March where me and Ace were the final two. We opened the show. Yeah. And me and Ace were the final two. And I, yeah, I pinned Adam Grimm. Yeah, I pinned Adam Grimm. I don't care what anyone says. I got, t- I got, I got like two eliminations in that match. Yeah, but anyways, I, after that, you guys, you and Ace did wrestle your first one-on-one match. Yes, where I, where I defeated Ace. That was a good match. Um, really, that was a really good match. Actually, can I go back to that seven-way real quick? I just got something to say. Yeah, go ahead. Um, the the winner of that the match was set between me and Ace, and it was it was decided by a coin flip. Yeah, didn't Ace win? Yeah, and, and it was decided by a coin flip because because Rip didn't know who he didn't know who he wanted to win, so he literally flipped a coin, and I just got unlucky. So then he's like, "Okay, yeah." And then the one on one match, I got I won because yeah, yeah, you won by so some. I won my first one on one match. That was cool. Yeah, and uh, you won by some cheap roll up with your feet up on the ropes. Uh, and then that led on to your guys's um, rumble. Rumble. Right, yeah, and then that led into your guys's second match. Yeah. Which match do you prefer? So I've received so for multiple people I've received mixed results on both. Okay. I personally prefer the second match because. We told so much story. Like, if you you have, you would have had to watch every single match for it to make sense. Yeah. Uh, but you know, with the ace, with that match, we we killed it because because ace had because I that's when I first debuted money as my song. Yep. And I I love money. I still love money as my theme song, and I look forward to using it once we return. Um. Yep. And, and, uh, yeah, no, it's just, it was a good match, and, and obviously, the good guy wins in the end, which should be the story of any wrestling story. Unless it's leading to a significant character change for the babyface, there's no reason why the, the face shouldn't go over in the end. That's just how I see wrestling. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because if you're not having a character change, then like not like like you, you, you don't even have to change up your name or anything. But like if you're like you're like going like a little bit more like hardcore, you're going a little you're getting a little bit more aggressive because you lost you lost to your mortal enemy. Yeah. Then I don't see the point of a heel going over in a feud. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um. All right. So that's that, that's the matches and feuds that you've had that I wanted to point out. Um. And um, we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna uh, end this off in a few minutes here. I just want to ask a uh, uh, last question. This is gonna be the last question I ask before we we review our show to review today, and then we call it a day. Um, what are your what 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 are your goals for when quarantine ends? To come back and make an impact, hundred percent. Yeah. 
I want to come back and I want people to realize, okay, okay, this kid, okay, this kid's got something. I because the problem the problem I had beforehand was I was I like I was like I was like the guy like I I don't say this in public I don't really care um, that I was one of the guys where like yeah okay if there's a spot for this guy yeah I'll sorry uh yeah if there's a spot if there's a spot for me yeah I'll put you on the show but I'm not I wasn't one of those guys where I have to have on the show yeah. And I really want to set out and make it so people want, where people are like, okay, I have to book this kid after quarantine. Yeah, no, for sure, yeah. And that's what, that's what I'm going to try and do. And I, I want to I wanna <clears> wrestle because I absolutely don't enjoy doing anything else. Yep. This is, this is my biggest, this is my passion. Did I mess, did I mess that up? <laughs> no, you did good. Uh, another question, one last question. Um, what what promotions do you uh, want to work when promote when wrestling's allowed back? Um, honestly, I I want to work for just any promotion. Yeah, good. Uh, that seems like the cliche answer. Um, but like some names, like I want to I want to work MCW. I want to work MCW. That's not a battle royal. Yep. I want to. Not that, not that there's anything wrong about Royals, but I've been in almost 50 of them now, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to, like, I want to start wrestling full-time for NSW. Yep. Um, Same here. I want to uh, maybe even make a trip back to CWO, like... Oh, yeah, man, same. Like... I just want to work anywhere I can, and like even, 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 even current, even current for wrestling. Like I, I would love to work. At, I would like to work anywhere. Yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, another place that you know me and you just started wrestling for before quarantine. NWX. Ah uh, yes. Uh, good. Good yeah, promotion. We'll making, yeah, I I, th- I feel like we're gonna be making waves there soon. Once really, quarantine's over. I really hope so, man. I really oh, hope. And, um, and the, and the show out in Berlin, the promotion out in, Ber- in uh, Peterborough as well. I definitely want to drive out in... Oh, PTBO work. or whatever? Yeah, PTBO. Yeah. Good promotion, man. I uh, definitely want to work for those guys as well. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, that's all the questions I got for you. So now we're going to be doing uh show review. So the last... I, I reviewed two shows on the last episode, but on the last episode, I mostly reviewed... Uh, HPW Wreck the Halls 1 from December 2018. This time, I'm going to be reviewing HPW Wreck the Halls 2. Makes sense. Yeah. So. Even though we're in like June, even though we're in like June and we're doing a Christmas show, but. Yeah, you know, whatever. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about some of the matches that took place here. Uh, not in order, because I couldn't find the order of the card, but that's fine. Um, first match I have written down here. We had, uh, the, one of the matches that took place. Uh, Cutthroat Chris Logan versus Rich Royce. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a pretty good match, actually. That was a pretty, uh, it's a pretty underrated match in my card, because that card was stacked. Yeah. 
Yep, and next up we had the match that me and Brett were in. This was our debut in HPW as a tag team, our debut match. It was the Tag Team Gauntlet, which featured us, the Careless Dynasty, uh, Old Man and Grim, Cowboy Cats, Raunchy Nuts, and Danimal and Mowgli. Yeah, won two matches that night. Felt special. We didn't have two matches. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. Technically, we had three. We had two matches. What are you talking about? Yeah, we had three matches, technically, though. Yeah, we had three matches. And I also received my concussion in that match. Um, next. Yeah, that's where I messed up my ankle. Yep. Uh, and then we had to wrestle the next day in our street fight. Um, anyways, next. That was in December. That was actually, you know what? I was genuinely surprised by how some people performed in that gauntlet. It was, it was good. Honestly, I actually really enjoyed it. You know what? As much of flack as both these guys get, unfortunately, you know, Old Man and Grim actually did good. So, I'll give it to yeah, them. Yeah, they did. They actually did good. They, I think they receive a little too much flack sometimes. Uh, they're both good. They're both good wrestlers. Um, when, when when they're placed with good people, they they can they can do good, and they did good in the tag outlet. You know, they they showcased what uh, what they're about, and it was good. Um, next uh, next match on here that I have written down is Samson Smoke versus Scumbag Yates. Um, uh, it was a pretty good match. Yeah, it was. It wasn't bad. It, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. The, I, I, I will. I will say this. It was not the best match on the card, but it wasn't the worst match on the card either. It was. It was. A, it was actually a pretty good match. Yep. Going back and thinking about it, yep. I haven't watched it in a while, so maybe I have to go back and watch it. And then we had the the opener. I know this match opened the show. Um, Cantrum versus Doc Richards. Besides the finish being screwed up, it was wasn't a, wasn't a bad match. No, uh, of course. I liked the, it. Of course, Doc Richards lost because of the opener. Um, next, I love, I love how that's a thing, man. It's great. Um, uh, next we had uh, Clay Wilson versus Wonder Wade Allen. Shout out to Wade and Clay, both great wrestlers. I uh, I wasn't banging. I dropped something. Um, another match on here. Uh, Van Landen versus Jake Jones. Oh, fuck! I forgot that was even on the card. Really? I didn't get no, to. Like a, I got to watch a little bit oh, of this match. Yeah, because it wasn't. It was very last minute. That's why. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I apologize, Corbin and Jake. Uh, yeah. Um, that actually, that actually was a really good match for someone who, for Corbin, that was probably one of his best matches. It's okay. I had, I had the same problem yesterday with Wreck the Halls 1. I totally forgot that Cutthroat Chris Logan and Mowgli had a one-on-one match. Yeah, they did. Yeah, totally forgot about that. Um, and, uh, next match on here, Johnny DeLuca. Johnny. Uh, versus Tyler Arrow. The, uh. That was really good you know i um you know i still think tyler arrow versus evan greenway is an unbeatable match 
Oh, no one. That's HPW match of the year. Yeah. Even if we weren't locked in quarantine, that was going to be match of the year. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Arrow and fucking Evan. Like, that, was, that was pure that was pure indie wrestling. Yeah, it was great. It was amazing. Uh, thankfully, Arrow, you know, he, he looked like he got injured, but he escaped an injury, so thankfully. Um, and then, of course, the main event, HPW Championship, Corey Stone versus Mike Forte. This was a very important two match for many falls, reasons. Two, two out of three falls submissions match. Yep. It was a very important match for many reasons. Uh... You know, Corey Stone dropped the title. The Forte. And ended up staying in HW. Yep. So it was a very important match for many reasons. Uh, you know, the first ever champion dropping the title. So it was a really important match. Really good match as well. Yeah, well, that, that was a very good match. Mike, Mike and Corey Stone are absolutely miles ahead of some of us. And they're great. Amazing. And now Mike, For- Mike Forte is our current and reigning defending HPW world champion. And, uh, you know, no, if this... I'm not really defending because we haven't been able to defend it. Yeah, you know. But if this quarantine goes on any longer, he's going to be the goddamn longest reigning champion. <laughs> That's going to be pretty hard. Stone was champion for over 400 days. That's true. Um, but yeah, so like a lot of fun. Uh, that show was. It was one of my favorite shows, um, card-wise. Top to bottom, it was a great show. Um, lots of great matches, lots of lots of shining moments. You know, I think the the next the the newest what was the show that we just had? Fucking what was the name of it? Next generation. The next generation. I think that was probably the best show that HPW's ever put on. I think so too. Um, like HPW always puts on a solid show, but like honestly, I think this was like everybody the, turned it on that night. Yeah, every, everybody. Everybody had it at a hundred and ten percent. No, get no letting back. It was uh, really good. But uh, that's it. That that's all I have for the podcast today. Uh, this podcast is almost two hours long. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's fine though because my podcast. You know, a lot of people try to aim for under an hour. My podcast is. I, I even say in the intro, uh, in the introduction, uh, you know, sit back and relax and listen because. Well, uh, I feel bad for people who listen to this whole thing because I wouldn't want to listen to my voice for an hour and a half. Hey, man. You know, it was a great conversation. Um, I'll probably have you on again in a couple episodes. Like I said, I want you to be a regular person on the show. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, my, my schedule's clean. Then. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man, because, uh, you know, you're more than a special guest to me, man. Uh, you, I want you to be a... Uh, uh, Pro, a prolific part of this podcast. I want you to have. Uh, we we got we to interview people together, man. Yeah, man, for sure, for fucking sure, man. Like you know, it, it's gonna be a good time. You know, uh, just us shooting the shit on certain episodes. It's good having you. Like for example, for wrestling with myself, uh, Hacker always has Steve Brown on, and they're like super yeah. good best friends. That's kind of like what me and you are. You know, you're Steve Brown. I'm I'm Hacker. Just without any of the wrestling talent. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm just the type of wrestler where you can't have a bad match with Hacker. You cannot have a bad... I don't think you can have a bad match with Hacker. I've never seen Hacker have a bad match. So, yeah. Uh, great, though. Yeah, I can't wait to have you on again, man. It'll be good. Like I said, in the next podcast you're on, I'm not going to hound you with questions left and right. 
Uh, I just did that this podcast so people can learn more about you yeah, because yeah, I, I hate being put on the spot. You have no idea. Bro. It's all right, man. Well, the next, like I said, for the future podcasts you're going to be on with me, I'm not going to hound you with questions. Basically, this episode was just for people to get to know you. Um, you know, it was just for people to get to know who you are. So when you're on the podcast again, you don't have to explain like all this shit. So everybody knows about you. So everybody's like, oh, who's this guy? And then they can just go to episode two and find out everything about you. Because I explained who I was all up in the first podcast. You explain all who you were in the second podcast from now on when we were on. We could just talk like shoot the shit, have a good conversation about whatever. Like we usually do. So, you know, I can't wait for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that's all for tonight. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to a careless whisper. So now I'm just going to whisper some sweet nothings to you and wish you a good night. Also, quick thing. Uh, also, I forgot to do this in the first episode. Um, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Careless Dynasty. You can get some great Careless Dynasty t-shirts, merch on there. We have four shirts up. We have um, two Careless Christopher Clarence shirts. Uh, we have Help Us, which is a amazing shirt made by Kyle Brooks. Thank you, Kyle Brooks, for that. We have uh, one called Golden Child, and uh, that was made by Ken, I think, right? Yeah, that was Ken. It's Ken. Uh, good ref in HPW. Hopefully everywhere else too, eventually. Um, then we have um, another Careless Christopher Clarence shirt, kind of doing them in order that they were posted. We have Do It Yourself, which is a, uh, a very simple, uh, nice one. It's a coloring book outline of myself in a white t-shirt. It's beautiful. Uh, that design was made by Andrew, Andrew D'Ambrosio. Thank you very much. And then, of course, the last one we have is our Careless Dynasty shirt, uh, raising the stocks, which was made by yours truly. So yeah, guys, go ahead. www.prowrestlingtees.com slash careless dynasty to get your own careless dynasty, careless Christopher Clarence and Marcus gold apparel. All right, guys, now I'm actually leaving. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the podcast.